Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Glenn. What's up, Mikey? How you doing, brother? Doing good. Hey, did you read uh, this week's newsletter? Oh, what? You didn't sign up at Sober.Coffee to be on our mailing list? I did. You did? I did sign up, and okay. I got the first inaugural newsletter, and, and right. I thought it was so sexy. All right. Informative, sexy. It let us know about writings slash blogs, part of our, our website, Sober.Coffee. Yeah, and we got some stuff brewing in the background. It, look... The, the, a lot going the on. email list, we're, we're not going to inundate people. Just sign up so that we can plug in. When we got stuff going on, we can let you know. You got ideas, you can let us know. It's uh, it's just all about working together. Yeah, and, and we're out there on social medias. You know, Brian says them at the beginning and, and end of every show, Sober.Coffee podcast. Um, you know, I have a Twitter, at Stay Sober Today. Um, that's the uh, Twitter all focused on sobriety. I think all told, we got not that it's about the numbers, but I think we got like twelve thousand or some connections or whatever, which we love hearing from. Right? You know, um, you know, if you're out there listening on whatever platform on Apple, Spotify, Castbox, whatever, um, just take a second and drop a review on there. Yeah, that's I mean, a we're, good we're, point. We're good really point. trying to get the, you know. Get the message out. And, right? and why? Well, you know, what, what does a review do? Real briefly, a review just simply makes us more searchable because Google can't see what's inside our podcast, but they can they, they, they take into account that if people review us. So we're not looking for accolades. We're not looking for... Well, Mikey is. Well, yeah, I am. But Glenn's <laughs> on. Um, but what we're looking for is the next struggling alcoholic to be able to stumble upon us. And you can help by leaving us a review. Great point. I'm glad you brought that up. That'd be great. Awesome, man. So listen. So what's up? Table for five? Table for two? No, table for, table three? for two. Just our little corner spot. We're, we're, I love uh, it. We, we, we kick so much stuff around about sobriety. It's great. Well, that's what it's about. I love mean, having coffee. For me, it's a priority. I mean, look, here's the honesty. If I don't have... If I don't have sobriety, I have none of the other stuff. I don't have the spiritual connection. I don't have the financial means. I don't have the relationships. You know... Now, mind you, with each one of those things I just mentioned, there's challenges and and, and, and responsibilities. And responsibilities, and I get that. But man, looking at life sober, you know, is which we're going to talk about a little bit today. Um, you know, looking at life sober is just a much better way to live for me. For this guy, I, I found it to be quite rewarding. Surprise, very rewarding. It took me a long time. You know, I feel like those horses at the racetrack, you know, how they like buck and or, or the bulls, you know, the uh, the big bull at the rodeo, you know, all the, you know, shucking and jiving and hitting everything. And, you know, it took me a while to get inside that chute, you know, and really committed and surrendering, you know, to running the uh, sober path. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, I'm glad I did. And it was worth every bit of the uh, struggles getting in. And, you know, hey, and, and hey, you know what? Sobriety is is an easy pro. It's a simple program, not easy. I right. think that's the way it said, right? Right, right, right. But so, but damn, it's worth it. So I'm at I'm at work today, 
and I'm sitting at a temporary desk, right? And the temporary desk has this leg that comes out uh, from underneath the table. And, and, it, and I'm in a chair with rollies. And I'm trying to get up to my laptop, and the, the rollie of the chair keeps hitting the, the leg of the table, the extended leg of the table. Yeah. And I can't get close to my laptop. And I'm backing up and banging <laughs> it and banging it and banging it. And I'm getting myself all frustrated. Glenn, it's a half-pound laptop. All I had to do was, with my little fingers, pull it I and know. drag it I three know. inches. It's amazing how simple it is, but, but it's I, not easy. I sat there and went, th- did the hard thing. All frustrated. Try- yeah, all frustrated. All <laughs> I, I had to do was move the laptop two inches closer to me instead of getting two inches closer to that. that I don't know a, if that, That's a great analogy. I don't know if that made any sense, but... It's a great snapshot for sobriety. Yeah, so tonight, tonight we're going to talk about... Um, um, a, a, this is our trending series. So, so hashtag, hashtag trending. Yeah, hashtag trending. And, and this is a, a, one of the top searched uh, items in the last month. And hundreds of thousands of people typed in this phrase, what is dry drunk? And, and I scratch my head and I say, <laughs> first of all, you know. Where who, do you think they heard that? Right. Where do you think they heard that? Um, and. Spoiler alert, I did go back and look, and it is, in fact, an AA term. Um, AA coined the term. So it's not, so it's not WebMD. It's not WebMD. Okay. It's, yeah, AA right. coined the term. And, um, but, but, you know, it's, for me, what is dry drunk syndrome that's what they call it. There's actually a name for it. Now, I'm, I'm, I did a stutter step there because they, it's a syndrome. Well, I was trying to jump in and, and bail you out, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Well, I was trying to get sure the word. Where, where to I was trying to get the word. It's a syndrome. <laughs> I'm like, really? It's a syndrome? I, that's That makes it official, doesn't it? Yeah, so we, we recently did, <clears throat> and I don't know the date. It doesn't stick out to me or, or the episode number, but we recently had a guy on by the name of Dr. John. Um, you know, who, who really tore this apart, you know. Um, but we are addressing it again because it's part of our hashtag training and people out there Googling this stuff mm-hmm. by the hundreds of thousands. It's just amazing, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people are asking questions, so it's part of our hashtag training series. Um, but we, we really covered it in depth with Dr. John. And, and there's a couple episodes. There were three bonus drops. You know, one is step one, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, step two is, you know, or, or the, the second episode is, you know, all about the ism, right? It's, it's what's going on inside. It's mm-hmm. an ism, not a wasm. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, third bonus drop was what is sober, mm-hmm. right? And in AA, you know, I, I didn't realize that the term came specifically from AA, but we certainly use it a lot. There's three ways to go. You know, and, and as I say this, I, I can remember, do- I can hear Dr. John saying it. I, I have three ways to go. Drunk, dry, and sober. And with a lot of things in AA, we hear it, we say it, but what does it really mean? So I'm looking forward to, to digging in. Right. And then other people have added on to that ism and said that you can do drunk by yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do dry by yourself. But to do sober, it takes a community. It's a we. So that's the we part of the program. That's the we part of the program. Well, I love it. But, you know, it's funny. I have, um, I have a relative, and, uh, and, and they, have a per- they have a friend of theirs that's in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. And this, this person I know doesn't have a drinking problem. But 
They have a thinking problem? They have a thinking problem. No, that <laughs> you're absolutely right. And oh, and they're all grumpy and 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 uh and so the the guy in recovery tells the guy who has no drinking problem at all, you know, you're a dry drunk, you know? And the the relative is like, well, I don't even drink." And they're like, "Yeah, that's the point. You're you're just dry. You're 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 not I guess if I guess if you're going to talk about dry, you need to talk about sober. But dry drunk is is a syndrome, obviously, and and it has all kinds of uh, symptoms that go with it. You know that. So how do you define? Give me one sentence that would define dry drunk from your perspective. From my perspective, dry drunk is somebody who's not drinking, but they're not, but they haven't changed their behavior. Dude, mine is so close to that. Mine is not drinking, same shitty behavior. <laughs> well, you added a quote unquote. You added an extra in there. Yeah, I mean it's it's hey, you know what? And and for me, you know, and and your story too, I, you know, as 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 I know it, um, I mean, just stopping drinking is one thing, right? But but then what, right? Mm-hmm. And and for me. I had to. I drank primarily to escape who I was, mm-hmm. right? I just couldn't take Glenn, right? So, if 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 I stop drinking, that Glenn is still there. That same shitty behavior, Glenn is still there, and so then it just becomes painful mm-hmm. for me to put up with that because I have no tools, I have no booze, I have no escape. Right, and all I'm doing is sitting there. Reminds me of that time I sat there for three hours in that in that stupid white plastic chair when I was in rehab, and and I was going out of my mind. I hated myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to spend time with myself, so that's why I drank to escape. Mm-hmm. So I did have a period of time where I had to put up with myself, and I, I call that suffer better, until I learned a new way of living, and I learned that through the steps of AA, from working the steps. And from, you know, learning from people on the sober path with me, next to me, in front of me, behind me, um, to the point where I started living a life that I didn't need to escape from. But that took a period of time. And, and yeah, there were some times when I was in early sobriety, I didn't have the happy, happy, joy, joy. Right. I was a dry drunk. Right. And that's painful. Yep. Yeah, it is. And, and I think that... Again, going back to the behavioral change, it, it made me think about that's one of the things I look for today is am I is my body doing the same thing it did in the in the pre-recovery days? Am I does my thought process move to my body actions? Am I acting and thinking like I used to? And that's a big red flag for me. Right. So part of that is awareness, right? I mean, you have to be aware. Hey, you have to care, mm-hmm. right? You have to care about the product that you're delivering. You got to care about how you're behaving, right? And and today I care. You care. For a long period of time, we were, we were our own King Kongs. And I mean, hey, if you didn't like me, tough, tough shit, man. It's just who I am, you know? Um, so I think you have to care and you got to be aware. And then that's when you start latching in and using some tools. Right. See, for me, when we looked at the topic of, you know, what is dry drunk, and I thought to myself, that's that grumpy guy who I meet somewhere, either in the rooms, outside the rooms or whatever, and 
You know, I haven't had a drink in 14 years. You know, my wife's a bitch. You know, church sucks. Just got fired. Hate the people I work with. Hate the politics. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're, you're missing out on life. Yeah, you know, I have a sponsee, and, and he's not, I talk to him periodically. You know, he's quote-unquote busy, so he doesn't really have time to attend on a regular basis. But um, but he called me up a couple months ago. He says, hey, I really need to start going to meetings again. I'm a dry drunk. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm miserable. I'm miserable the way I look at things, the way I treat people, the way I act. I'm, I'm, I'm just miserable, mm-hmm. you know. And I need to, you know, get back because when I was working consciously, working the steps of AA and going to meetings and being involved in part of the community, I wasn't miserable. Mm-hmm. Does a dry drunk need to? I'm asking you the question. I don't have the answer. Does a dry drunk is is, is part of the definition need to be that they're craving alcohol? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think I think you're just miserable inside of your head, and you can't find relief. Mm-hmm. I think that's a dry drunk. I think it's, you know, and that's where Dr. John jokes. He goes, hey, man, you know, sometimes it's better just to go drink. You right. know, and that's not the message that, that we want to give. But it, it can be so painful right. inside the head mm-hmm. with, with the head trash. Um, you know, that it's just, I mean, it's... For me, it took a while, Mike. It, you know, I really had to learn how to suffer better and just know, hey, I'm going to get through this pile of shit. Right. I will get through this pile of shit. But I didn't do it myself, you mm-hmm. know, just like you. You, right. you stay connected to a bunch of people. Right, right. You know, that's the we part of the program or the community part of the program that you outline. Right. You know, I, what I heard you say there, a couple of things, is number one, you've gone from pain to peace. And again, I don't want to overstate the word peace, but but that's what I heard you say. Snippets of peace. Snippets of peace. And that's what you strive for now, that to fill that hole in the soul that Dr. John talks about, you know, and, and is written in other places. It's you know, you, you but you've taken you've you've taken and exchanged pain for those snippets. I love how you put that, snippets of peace. The other thing I heard you say is that you you've taken your chaos that was centered around you. This is what I how, what I hear when you're mm-hmm. talking, right? You've taken the chaos that was centered around that when you were centering around yourself, and you've turned it into. And maybe this is just because I know you. You've turned it into care for other people. I, that's what I read between your lines, because that's just what jumped out at me. And, and maybe it was the words you said, or maybe it was because I know what you do off podcast. I know what you do, and you do things to make sure that you don't aren't a dry drunk. I mean, you you do actions that assure that you don't go back down that path because my definition again is going back and doing the same things that I used to do. Yeah, so that's interesting, you know. Um I've never I've never heard that. I like it. Chaos into caring. Um I mean, the way the way I've shared it is, you know, I've turned my message, my, my mess, into a message. You know, I think that's a popular phrase out right, there. Certainly, right. Certainly not something that I came up with, um, but I've never heard chaos into caring. And and I mean, that's just, you know, that's the dial that that I had to go through. You know, from from pain and, and being dry, 
But when it, when we talk about being a dry drunk, it almost makes me think, you know, when when we've talked about stages of relapse, mm-hmm. right? And and it, it's all mental, right? It's all emotional. It's all mental. And that first stage of relapse is the emotional, mental, you know, I'm off, right? Mm-hmm. Something's messed up. I don't like how things are going. I can't find the tools. My sponsor's not picking up the phone. You know, people aren't meeting my expectations. I'm building resentments. You know, I'm using a bunch of stuff from the program, right? Mm-hmm. But but things aren't going right, you know? And 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 yet I'm not using any of the tools, right? I'm just kind of stewing in in myself and, and that becomes a dry drunk, right? And and I I get to be miserable. Right. Um you know, and, and hey, being miserable can be a character defect. Some people like that. Yeah, right. No, absolutely. They, they're they, they're they drawn like to, to it. They, mag- they magnet to it. Yeah. Let's segue to hope for a second because I want to do a, a plug for, you know, a, a pathway to a better life. And, and the best one that I've found in my years on earth, and I've tried them all. I've walked on hot coals with Anthony Robbins and... And I've, you know, I've... Did I've, you really? I think I, I forgot did. that. I think I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, I really did. It was in Milwaukee in, in the 80s, and, and uh, I walked on the hot coals with Anthony yeah. Robbins. I mean, it wasn't like one of his sidekicks. It was Were when you he drinking? was... Uh, I'm certain. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. I I'm sure I had it to so go. So you were a little numb? Yeah, right. Yeah, it didn't were matter. Numb. Come on, turn the heat up. Um, but, but, but here's the thing. I think that the best program, the best pathway to living I've ever stumbled upon is the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. And because what it does, I believe, and I believe this with all my hearts, if you think you're a dry drunk, then think about engaging in the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. It's 12-step recovery. And what it did for me was it just took that onion and peeled it layer by layer by layer until the stench was gone. Right, so I think part of that, you know, if if you're going to buy into raising your hand to go into, you know, if, if you're out there Googling, right, what's a dry drunk, right, without a doubt. I mean, you and I would raise our hands and say, without a doubt, AA is a solution for that. Mm-hmm. You know, full surrender, working the program, you know, the way of AA, not your own way, not picking and choosing, not changing the words, not all that crap. But if you really follow the program, right, um, there's these things that, at the end are called ninth step promises, right? We, we read them at the end of every meeting. And what I would, what I would say is, Hey, if, if, if you're out Googling, right, what is dry drunk? I think you need to read. It would really benefit you to read the AA ninth step promises, Google those and read those. And if you find that they are attractive to you or for you and, and that, Hey, you know what? I'm a dry drunk today. I identify as a dry drunk, and yeah, these promises sound awesome. Mm-hmm. Then I would suggest going to AA and giving AA a shot, really surrendering, because as you go through those, I have not seen a person uh, who has thoroughly followed the path. You know, when we read how it works, rarely have we seen a person who has thoroughly followed our path. Right? If you thoroughly follow the path, those promises will come true. And you will be amazed at the life you're building before you're halfway through. Can I give a little medical background here? Love it. Okay. Is this uh, WebMD? 
Uh, what's my reference point here? Uh, Medical News Today. Medical News Today. And it says that the Semmel Institute of Neuroscience and Human Behavior states that about 75% of people recovering from AUD, uh, acute uh, alcohol withdrawal is basically the experience, something they call pause, which... Oh, P-A-W-S. That's right. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. um, Okay. Post-acute withdrawal syndrome. Acute withdrawal system. Right. So 75% of That, that of happens about this four to six month. That's right. Range. So, so I guess the reason I bring that up is don't feel like you're not doing the right thing if you're, if you're feeling like you're drifting back into being a dry drunk and you're miserable and irritable and discontent and anxious and don't give it time. I mean, it, it, According to this neuroscience place, it takes time. It takes time. And we're going to talk about that because people ask that question. How long does it take to get sober? And we're going to cover that in an, in an episode. Yeah, you know, and I don't want to – I'm going to jump in here. I don't want to oh, – I, I want to say something, Mike, and I'm, I'm measuring how I want to say it. I'm calculating it. But like on social media, we're, we're connected. There are a lot of people on social media. And I love the folks – and, and, and I'm saying this with sarcasm because I was this person, mm-hmm. right? I had five days sober. How's life? Oh, my God. Life is fantastic. It could not be better. I cannot believe how fast it turned around. I'm out of jail. Oh, I'm it's back amazing. at home. This sober path, this sober stuff is really great. Right. Man, so I, I wish I had done this a long time ago, right? Now, for me... And I've said this many times. I'm on the slow train. It did not happen in five days. I was I could barely lift my head off. I was in eight days of detox. Mm. You know, I could barely lift my head off the table in eight days, in 30 days, in two months. I didn't sleep for the first 45 days. I mean, my brain was so induced with alcohol and so rebounding by not having it. My GABA, my, my neurotransmitters, whatever you want to say, right? I mean, I was out of whack, right? And it didn't happen fast for me. There was a period of time, and I, I just said it earlier, there was a period of time I had to sit in my own shit because the tools weren't working. I was still learning the tools, and I didn't have my friend Booze to help me get through the day. And I just had to sit there and get through it. But it's from going to meetings and seeing you and seeing Jim and seeing Mary get through a day and I could I, I saw their progress and their joy and happiness and all those fun words happen long before I felt mine. But they gave me the hope. You said you want to talk about hope. They gave me the hope that if I stayed on this path, if I kept working the steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, that I would find that level of sobriety too and get out of that dry drunk stage because that was not a cool stage to be in. When did you, when did you find it? So I remember it was, and again, I wish I took notes, but I remember it was about maybe two years. I remember um, it was like six o'clock and I was in my bed and I, I had this feeling come over me that I had never felt before in my life. And it only lasted about five minutes. And I, I, it just blew me away. I mean, it was such a feeling of, of, of whatever it was. And, and as I look back and, and through it, I just I coined that as peace. 
And and I defined it because a lot of people throw that word around. I don't know what half these words mean, but this is how I defined it: is when everything in my life at that point in time was okay. And and after five minutes, it went away, and I was like all bummed. And I remember what I told myself. Glenn, if you stay on this path, if you keep doing the right stuff every single day, if you keep going to meetings and working the program, and at the time I was on step three. I spent a long time on step three. and said, hey, man, if you just keep learning, stay in the pool. You know, you're not going to learn how to swim by sitting on the, on, on, on the bleachers. You know, that you'll feel it again. And like a couple months later, I felt it again. And now I feel that mm, once, twice, three times a week. It's fantastic. You know, I don't feel it all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, because guess what? Life happens. Life. Yeah. And I'm still learning. Yeah, right, right. Well, I think we've I think we've covered this pretty well. I, I guess the other the only thing I'd like to leave you with is if you do feel like you're uh, in a dry drunk syndrome, okay? Um, got some helpful hints for you here. Practice self care. You know, eat better, exercise, avoid trigger situations. Um, start a journal. Uh, you know, it's one of the things early on. You in love these doing that. I, I am. I, I haven't really done that yet. I tell you, it's just it's cathartic. It's. it's I, know, I need to pay attention to that. It gets my head out of my head and into black and white in front of me, and then it makes sense to me because when it's bouncing around, I've got ideas colliding up there. But when it's a sentence structure, I, I can, I can. Digest it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, take your mind off of things is another suggestion. You know, do other activities. You know, <laughs> I would suggest go to an NA meeting, but that's just me. Um, you know, limit limit other things that are going to hurt your sleep. You know, eating late at night, limit your caffeine, <laughs> he says, while he's sipping on his caffeine. <laughs> um, and remember this, and I'll leave you with this. The symptoms will eventually pass, and everything will be okay if you just keep working. I love that. You know, that reminds me of the first wheel. It <clears throat> doesn't matter where I'm at on the first wheel. I remind myself that thing moves. You know, if I'm feeling great, just enjoy it. If I'm feeling crappy, you know, hey, I've, I, I have tools that I use today, and, and I, you know, after, what, seven or eight years, you know, I've got it down where I, I know how to use those tools. But I'm still a student. I mean, I'm still in here learning. Yeah, and expect bad days. You know, they're not all going to be rainbows and unicorns. Like today and was an absolute, it didn't matter what I did today. It was a total shit show. In fact, you know, probably around noon, I was just laughing. Mm-hmm. Just, just because, you know what, I'm like, you know, 17 things, you know, can't go sideways at once. But they did. But they did. So, and here, you know, and here I am. And here we are. That's right. I, I love, love you, man. We, we'll I, come I love... back and keep doing these trending topics. Yeah, I am glad I'm not a dry drunk today. Hey, reach out to us. Podcast at Sober.Coffee. Reach out. Reach out. Boom. Bye. Thanks, Mikey. All right, man. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at Sober.Coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. Stay safe in a safe place.
city of Chicago. Beautiful city. 